What on earth is going on? If you haven't already checked out part one of this episode, make sure to do so as soon as possible. Like, ideally now, I'll wait. No, you go do it. I'll wait. Did you do it? Okay, fantastic. Welcome to part two of episode 13. I am your host, Maitreya Prithviraj Korpade, and this is What on Earth. In part two, we dive deeper into our understanding of modern lifestyle diseases with Mukta Pradhan as she teaches us about the root causes of nearly every illness known to man and how her team works to identify those and make humanity healthier. You know, you raised a very important point that you also refer to uh, you know, the top-notch medical journals out there and, and the most renowned yes. ones. Um, and, and a lot of them support your hypotheses. They support your line of work. It's not like they are saying something that's drastically different from what you are saying. So in many ways, what you are saying is also a very scientific, data-driven way of looking very, at very. problems. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, we we'll still have people... Uh, with the most ridiculous ways of looking at illness, think that they are being the most scientific. You know, a person who pops like uh, a dolo, you know, it became a trend, mm. popping dolos. In fact, I think I read somewhere that 350 crore dolos were popped by Indians in, in 2020. And that's just, that's a, apparently a size that's 6,000 times higher than Mount Everest or some ridiculously yeah it's just it's it's mind-boggling and and they think that they are being completely scientific you know because it's in their mind it's not something that's a really big deal they feel that if it was a really huge deal to uh, pop these if it was that bad uh, on their bodies then you know there would be greater awareness about these things but the fact is that there is plenty of data on it. There, there is. is there is. So where do you yeah. like? What is the problem happening here? <laughs> People want to no, be scientists. You know what, Maitreya? I think Johan and I had done like a, a month ago or a month and a half ago. Johan and I had done a live about the side effects of medicine, and it, we actually spoke about Dolo. We've presented a paper. It's not a. It's a paper that covers 332 other papers meta review. Okay. It's not a single paper. Wow, yeah. And yeah. that meta review is showcasing that dolo, which is your uh, parasitical or whatever, yeah. that can induce depressive tendencies, suicidal ideation, mm. mental health issues, apart from liver health issues, right? Yeah. So people yeah. still sometimes can comprehend that, you know, taking medication over a long time will impact your liver and kidneys. People just do not know that these medicines can impact your mental health to yeah, this degree. Absolutely. Because at a molecular level, they are making so many changes in peptides in your body. Yeah. Uh, where is the miss? Like, why do people not see the picture? Because this information is not presented the way other information is presented. Mm. So you have to go seek this information out. What is the motivation to go seek this information out? Nobody is rewarding you for this. If you are somebody who's seeking alternative information out and take it to your um, peer group who's not research oriented, you will get mocked at. So, 
Absolutely. You'd get judged. You'd get judged. You'd get shamed. That's never a reward for a human being. Hmm. Most humans, their brains reward them when there's some degree of validation. Right. No one is validating this counter perspective that you went and said that, hey guys, maybe taking medicines is not the best thing to do. Unless you're in an alternative community, right? Where in those communities that perspective will get validated. But they're already those but, are already converted, you know. So yes, so majority people are looking at mainstream news. They're reading mainstream media. They are like going to conventional medicine practitioners. They're highly indoctrinated already. They do not have sources of information coming at them saying, also look at things this way. No one's providing a counter narrative to them in their sources. So there is, mm. it's like they're living their life with blinders on. Na? So yeah. They can't even see that beyond this straight line solution kind of a thing, which is like repress, repress, repress all your symptoms. Mm. There's a whole world of looking for answers that is beyond that. Yeah. So I think that's where the thing is and I think it's intentional also because there's so much money like you spoke of the profits pharma made in the last yeah. year right ridiculous ridiculous so amount. much money to be made about out of someone's ignorance if yeah. a human being is ignorant of how to take care of their own health if a human being remains ignorant of the fact that food is what is ultimately going to heal their body along with breath work along with sunlight exposure which is all naturally available the more ignorant a human being remains, the more profitable that human being is. Yeah. You know, I feel that... It that's is that simple. True. And it, it's also, you know, I feel it's it's a level more than, than just a lack of information because the moment you try to give these people, uh, I, I don't mean to otherize them by saying these people, but people who have more traditional beliefs, uh, their initial response is to double down on their initial uh, belief system, you know, to be like, no, you're wrong. No, this is the the reason why you know that particular argument that you made doesn't stand you know instead of really taking a moment and accepting what's being said or, or rather debating it uh, the discussion element is completely lost and then it becomes just oh, what paper do i cite to prove my point and what what research can i cite to to show that i am right and right now there's so much money out there that you'll find any research paper to suit you'll find any number of research papers to suit your narrative you know, so it, 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 it becomes more a question of are we really willing to, to take a moment to just listen to another person, what they really have to say and, and, and on a secondary level, can we then try to experience that and see if that is really what's helping us? Can we really take a moment to be like, okay, I'm, how am I feeling after taking these medications? You know, is, is, is this really how I want to feel? And if not, then maybe these medicines aren't the best things for me, you know? So I think there's like a huge gap in, in the way we experience things and we're like numbing ourselves to a degree where we are unable to, you know, properly process what's happening around us. It's it's really quite scary. But uh, yeah, speaking of, of that, how how do you uh, how do you define like the, the root causes of illness? You know, you, you deal with a lot of, of on root causes, but uh, you know where do, where do these stem from because if we can try to get people to address these then maybe they'll feel better and if they feel be- better maybe they'll stop resorting to medicine and you know then maybe that industry can slowly collapse uh, that is what I'm, my grand plan is so hey, yeah i'm with you on this one all right so uh, see in the thousands and thousands of blood work reports that we've analyzed 
what we've seen commonly coming across as patterns that create health dysfunctions one is deficiencies like if you're not getting enough of the nutrients that you want so in the end it's a very intelligent machine it's a bio machine but it's a it's a machine that needs its raw material to function which is a protein and b complex zinc and magnesium right like the entire set of nutrients that you got so if you're deficient in these nutrients your body is not going to be function able to function Now you can't run a car without petrol or diesel or whatever the fuel is, right? You can't run that car. You can't switch it on. Mm. So you have to give your body the nutrients it needs to function. So deficiencies is one reason why we've seen a lot of people's uh, health go down. Mm. The second reason is um, if they have underlying infections, right? So we are an entire uh, soup, like it's, it's we are a soup of different different microorganisms. viruses bacteria fungi uh, many things that coexist with us within our bodies on our skin within our uh, uh, like it's called the microbiome right? right most of these are beneficial sometimes you end up with some uh, pathogenic ones which means these are not good for your health mm-hmm. so if you have a low grade infection of let's say an epstein barr virus or an h pylori which is a bacteria or like a candida infection these are very low level you might not see acute symptoms you might not be getting fever and all of that very consistently but they can trigger things like autoimmunity in your body so uh, viruses bacteria fungi uh, or even parasites like your worms worms and all can create a certain degree of dysfunction the third is if people have toxin overloads uh, where do these toxins come from something as simple as your personal care products your shampoos and your lipsticks and your makeup or even your household products right like the hardware and the domex and everything that you use these are loaded with chemicals that are detrimental to human health or the food you're eating if your food is heavily sprayed with pesticides and insecticides you're eating that that's going in that's that's creating havoc in your body so or like even toxins that are environmental in nature uh, which you have possibly no control over like delhi in uh, Winter time, right? When it really gets <laughs> smoky and horrible, it becomes a gas chamber. Or Delhi. Delhi in any time is basically Delhi, a gas chamber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, so it's 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 too much of a burden for your body to deal with to deal with such a big influx of toxins. That's why a lot of people get sick. Mm. Uh, the fourth reason could be people are eating foods that are inflammatory in nature, which means these are not foods that your body is designed to break down and absorb and digest and make sense of. Okay. See when you eat food, what happens is it gets broken down into its constituent parts. Mm. Let's say you eat an egg. That egg is going to get broken down into like protein and then fat and all of that. That protein is going to get broken down into amino acids. That the the cholesterol in the yolk, the vitamin D, all of that is going to go as nutrients. Some vitamins that are there in egg will also get utilized. So everything in your food gets broken down into smaller, smaller, smaller micro particles that the body uses as information. literally like you know if, if you're somebody who is a software engineer and you're doing programming you have your underlying wireframe which is your dna mm. and then you enter code which is the information that you're sending right like okay this this ui needs to look like this so here are the lines of code i'm typing so that this looks like this like this zoom interface looks like this that's because of the coding that's gone in the background right. so when you eat food and when it gets broken down that food basically is information that's going into your genes to say here i'm giving you uh, this amino acid make a neurotransmitter out of it when the gene makes a neurotransmitter out of it your brain gets the raw material it needs to function with right so it's just a very simple example hmm. but 
when you eat real foods that's what our body is used has been used to for so many years Mm. Through evolution, for the last how many or billion years we've evolved, real food that's present on the planet, the way the planet designed it to be, is something that our bodies can process. If you're going to eat additive E three three zero or color code, you know what processed foods have. Yeah, it's these long. are not molecules. Your your body doesn't recognize these molecules. Your body doesn't recognize high fructose corn syrup as something that it can process the way fructose has to be processed. Um, all these repurposed things like maggi noodles it's not food it's just things thrown together make it look like something and you eat it your body can't recognize it as food your poor body will try and break it down it's like you try to put kerosene into a mercedes benz and mercedes benz might sputter for a minute and then break down so when you do these dirty inflammatory foods they go and break your system down instead of helping the system run more right so that's the fourth reason like people don't know and they eat these things and then they're breaking the system down uh the fifth of course is uh, stress to a degree okay, okay. so uh, i i i underplay this a little bit because what a lot of people otherwise do is they make stress the root cause of all diseases which again puts the burden on that person only mm. right like uh, i I've, i've had consults where uh, you know the person has come and told me that doctor has told me my diabetes is because i'm very stressed and you know that person is feeling so bad now because they are blaming themselves that their inability to deal with stress is causing a disease whereas it's actually because of insulin resistance that that's going to lead to more stress ha so yeah it's such a dirty blame game na so i know how stress can trigger disease but you first fix work with the body and you fix all of these other things right like fix your deficiencies make sure you don't have a toxic overload fix your underlying infections eat food that's right for your body drink enough water get sunlight exposure do those things then if your disease has not disappeared by now then let's look at what are the things that are creating this disease because your mind is not at peace so there's a then you say stress is the root cause body connection yeah. that can't be overlooked there is there is and yeah. that is in fact so prominently overlooked. and in fact the 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 analysis that we do the root cause analysis the blood work of course it's very easy to find out deficiencies and all of that right but we now have algorithms that can help us find out if stress is indeed the root cause mm. without having to blame the person because there are some electrolytes like sodium and all of that that the ratio in your blood changes if your adrenals are being overused because of stress that's going on in your mind so so i don't even have to yeah it's very objective even with that right like i can tell someone that uh, you know i can see your adrenals are malfunctioning let's figure out what's going on in your mind. wow so there are yeah certain very basic causes for like pretty much yeah the whole variety of of diseases that you can think of or other some that are now the 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 complication of the puzzle becomes very interesting when the permutations and combinations start changing hmm. right because someone could come with deficiencies and also toxic right and also eating inflammatory foods now then you have to be <laughs> so that's why it becomes very nuanced right that's yeah. why i can't give a generic template saying here everyone take this and your health is going to be perfect right because your genes also very unique to you if someone has an mtfhr genetic mutation their ability to use b complex vitamins itself is compromised so just supplementing with b complex is not going to make a change right. it has to be done with divided doses they need to be given glycine creatinine with different forms of folate through the day so that that gene 
mutation is kind of compensated for and that's the that's the that's why that data becomes important and that's the kind of work that i sorry that's the kind of work that yeah that's what we do yeah 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 yeah. it's it's what's the it's literally like becoming a detective with with your uh, blood work and your data and then figuring out what's the puzzle really See, we need to evolve the way that we practice medicine. We need the medicine of etiology, not symptomatology. The medicine that asks why, not only tells you what. This is personalized medicine. This is precision medicine. This is progressive medicine. And actually, if you take a step back, this is preventative medicine in its purest form. We have got to stop applying 20th century thinking to 21st century problems. We need to take back control, empower ourselves, and re-educate ourselves away from our fear of disease and right back down the curve to optimal health.